Hello everyone and welcome back to you know your favorite conspiracy theorist. So, you know, when I was young, I used to hear this thing that there was a revival coming. We were going to have another great revival and it was back in the day and I think it was in the 30s and 40s when you had this big revival movement that went through uh, these evangelist preachers going around with these big tent revivals and really getting the youth motivated, getting people back to God and um, back to the scriptures and back in church. And, you know, as a minister, I used to hear all the time that there was going to be a second revival, a second one. We're going to have another one. We're going to have another one. It's going to be sometime. God's going to do it. He's going to move. And it's going to be back into these churches. But the problem has become is that these churches have become empty shells of what they were. They have no bite. They have no guidance. They have no uh, oomph to do something. And I can speak firsthand about this because of the fact that I'm a minister and I've seen it firsthand. But the thing that I, I sat there was looking and I found it interesting that I, I, was, I noticed that there were these man-made traditions that were in the church, such as Christmas, um, Harvest Day, um, even even on Easter was not even right with what the scripture said. So I started digging a little deeper. I started doing more of my research. Started doing more of my studies. Started doing more to get to understanding of what, instead of the Western culture mentality of religion, what was it? Says it was based off of uh, off the Middle East, and with that. I sat there and started to recognize that things were opening up. Now, there's people that also will say that there's a rapture coming. And I don't believe it. I, I see in the scriptures that it's going to get bad. And I think it is. And right now, you know, I was talking to my wife today. And we we're talking about, you know, President Trump having COVID. And we're talking about Biden. And she was like... Biden reminds me is is like weekend at Bernie's, you know he's going to if if something were to happen to him they would still set him up like you did weekend at Bernie's and make people think that hey he's still okay to vote for. So I sit there and I go okay, how is it that the left is so blind? And a lot of people ask me, you're a conspiracy theorist. How are you a Christian? How are you a believer in that Bible, that book that was written by man? And it was. But the thing is, is that the way it was written is that the ones that were transcribing the scribes, it was very, very much their salvation, their life, if they screwed up. And they were to burn if they screwed up the text and start over. So when I learned of the dedication, and in our Western cultures, we don't have that understanding of that dedication. I mean, this is dedication from birth, literally. You are trained to be a scrub. You start off as a child, and you go all the way up to your adulthood before you are. You got to be in your thirties before you're able to start your start uh, writing the, the scripts down, the, the ancient texts, these holy texts down. You have to be of the, of the age of knowing, and then you've got to be a uh, what would be known as an elder. 
and 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 really get into your 50s. This is why you see in the scriptures they say he's not even 50 years old. How can he say this with such authority? And it's because it was puzzling because he was only 30. Now you'll be told by the the mainstream churches he died when he was 33, and you know the numbers they try to throw in there, and their occult practices. Jesus was here not as long as they claimed that he he was to fit in the narrative of that 33. But I said another topic. We're talking about revivals. And so I'm sitting here watching. I just was driving through um, my old neck of the woods. Uh, and it was is a probably black area. Um, and so when I was riding, I was seeing all these signs for Trump in a prominently black neighborhood. And I was going, wow. So the revival that's happening is within ourselves. It's not going to happen in the church. And I know a lot of you churchgoers out there are going to be like, it's blasphemy. No, it's not. It's called a relationship, not a religion. And see, we are now starting to see this movement. And I'm not saying behind Trump. But a movement of not drinking the Kool-Aid, waking up from this long sleep that we've been in, waking up to the sunrise and recognizing that things are not as they seem. In other words, the wool that has been cut over our eyes has been cut away. And people are waking up. And in waking up, they're recognizing what is truth and what is fiction. And they're starting to realize that if they go by the scriptures and look at the scriptures for themselves, not by somebody standing in a pulpit telling you what to believe, how to believe, or who you should believe, but actually reading the text for themselves, that they are opening up in a way that they're going, wait a second. You mean all this time that these conspiracy theorists have been saying this stuff for ever since the 80s? Bill Cooper won? Uh, you know, got murdered by the FBI. I mean, you know, these people were, were whistleblowers when it was very, very detrimental and deadly to do so. I mean, the forefronts of wakening up America and waking up the people started with these men. And it's amazing that the scripture tells us that the seeds that you plant, you might not be the ones that sow those seeds, but there will be a generation after you that will sow those seeds. And when you see this and you recognize this, you're going, wow, the revival is waking up and understanding that the narrative, the script that we've been force-fed since we were indoctrinated in schools, public schools, people are now waking up. And they're looking and going, wait a second. Why is this able to happen? Why is this happening? How could this be going on and I not recognize it? The revival that's happening is within ourselves. It's not in a building. We are the church of God. We are. It never it never said that a building is the church. I mean, it, it's that way now. It's like, oh, where's your church? Oh, it's in like... Hittitsville or, you know, Guthridge, Alaska or something. Or BFE. <laughs> exactly. The church is supposed to be you, me, him, 
her that one, that one, and this one. Come as you are. That's why internet churches that are springing up so much are churches. It's people getting together for the glory of God. Yes, and with this, and it's, it's also starting to pave the way that people that are not religious or are now looking and not becoming religious, don't become religious. Trust me, I was a religious uh, sex addict. I shit you not, even as a minister. And we all have sin. We all have sin. We all need to strive to overcome our sin. Absolutely. And it is not my place to tell you, and this is no one else's place to tell you if you're going to hell. You are to have a relationship. The only thing we're supposed to do is look to see if there's good fruit. And I think that's what people are starting to recognize is that there's a lot of good fruit that's been happening lately as people are waking up to this perversion. And I'm going to get into some podcasts hopefully next week where I'm going to be talking about the Nimrod and the, the Antichrist connection. And I did a, a documentary, and I worked on a documentary uh, dealing with Antarctica, dealing with the Tower of Babel. Um, I'm thinking about putting them back up on our website, uh, which is bitterteamedia.com which I also do a comic strip. But that's me digressing. What I want us to understand is, is that the revival that we're seeing, the revival that is happening, the revival is within us. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to become gods. It just means that it's within us, it's in our grasp, it's in our ability to recognize the world, recognize the thundering and, and the noise of the background that you're sitting there going, what is that? And recognizing that the background noise is what you need to be focusing on instead of what's being paraded in front of your face right away. And we're living in a time now more than ever that if we don't have people start waking up to the truth, start waking up to this narrative, then it will be the end of our type of version of civilization. Another civilization will spring up. Another one will pop up in its place. That's been so since the dawn of time. There's always been civilizations pop up out of the decay of another um, civilization coming to an end. Granted, I don't want to see that in my lifetime. I, I, I wouldn't want to see that on anybody's lifetime. I deep down love my country. I, I love it dearly and am very blessed that I was born in this country. And I believe that others should be allowed to come into this country. But legally, we can get into that topic on another day. Because that's part of the socialist, communist mentality is strip down what makes a country great and destroy it. And if you can destroy it, then you can control it and you can manipulate it and you can recreate it in your own image the beast system is here and I believe that people that are waking up are recognizing wait a second why is there this big push for the RFID chips what is this big push for the vaccine for COVID 
with the RNA in it. That means rewritable DNA. That's what that means. Rewriting your DNA. And, you know, I, I would sit there and I would look in the ancient times and see where you had minotaurs and you had satyrs and you had, you know, um, all these half man, half beast. And it was like in every culture. And I was like, man, I was always like, what made them this happen? And then I started doing, and I went back to the Middle East. And I went back to the origins of these texts all the way back to Mesopotamia and recognizing that it was a genetic manipulation. I personally believe that there was a civilization that was far more advanced than we are today. I think it's interesting that the scriptures calls it the ancient world, which is all before the flood. And not only is it known as the ancient world in those scriptures, but it's known as the golden age in other ancient texts. That's where we get the notion of the golden age. The golden age, which means the best you ever was. And when you had the gods walking among us, these, as people like to say, aliens, these angels, if you will, these messengers, these hybrids were being created by them. And one thing that they did is that you see, when you really get back to it, it's not sin that causes the flood. The sin's not the flood. It is the rewritable DNA. It is where the DNA has been rewritten, has been tampered with. That's what it says. It means literally the flesh was corrupted. All flesh was corrupted. And that we don't have the same creatures. You can see this in archaeology digs. And you can see that there were a vast of different types of animals and creatures. And that our world looked in a whole different perspective in a different way. And when you start recognizing that, you'll start recognizing that the beast system that was created is that in which we're in right now. We have created our own prison by being so connected to everything else, but yet be disconnected to each other. And I think the revival that we're seeing is not something that's going to just be, that's just a Christian side of it. I believe that every individual, wherever they are in their walk, are waking up and recognizing and searching and craving to find the truth, to find meaning, to find understanding. And they recognize that there is a dark, dark, dark negative. This horrific cloud that's been over us for centuries. And people are waking up to it. So the revival is where the church thought that it was going to be the revival again, like it was with the Big Ten revivals with the evangelist. No, the revival is within yourself, within you learning and knowing and recognizing and having eyes to see and ears to hear. Please let me know what you think down below. Let me know if you would be interested in me going and doing a podcast explaining uh, Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. And how uh, Nimrod was the first Antichrist. And that his return will be happening soon. Y'all have a blessed day. Have a great day. And as always, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner.